And we are back with another Black with No Cream podcast. New episode every single Wednesday and Sunday. Wednesdays are the morning roast where we deep dive into different topics and subjects and shit to enlighten you or give you a different perspective um, based on past experience. So today, Dave and I, we decided to talk about, well, I passionately told him that we needed to talk about motherfucking Zoom transitions, man, because they're fucking making your videos trash. Sorry. I had to say it. <laughs> <laughs> I just, yeah, I want to talk about it because I've used them in the past and I mean, you can still use them now. I just think that most people are looking at it. It's like a, a crutch. Like they're leaning on it like a crutch, drag and drop and shit. It's just like overused. I've used it. I started using them in 2016 when I did school Q's tour. Um, it was before it really became a thing. I think it just came out. Olufemi Tutorials told me about it and was like, yo, you should try this out. Um, I bought the pack and then would like figure out how in After Effects to like fine tune it and kind of like, I don't know, just make it even better than what it was. Um, but I used it to, I don't know, just in some of the concert footage and shit. We could roll some of that footage right now if that's not playing already. But I just... I think since that time where it first came out and then you have a Sam Colder who fucking drops it, like it's blown up so much that it's being utilized in every video. And a lot of the times it doesn't need to be in there. Right. So I feel like it's, a, this is an important topic to, to, I don't know, weigh in on, I guess. Yeah. I think, uh, I think like you said, with big influence, like a bunch of big influencer creators using them in really dope ways and dope videos, like all these creators that are coming up or just starting, especially, are the, they're, those are the creators that they're watching and then it's inspiring them to make videos. And so you always aspire, like I feel like everyone naturally aspires to create like what they like. So right. everyone loves these travel vloggers and they, everyone started wanting to be travel vloggers because they're like, yo, this is tight. They're traveling. They're using these transitions, all different shit. And then that proliferates to the point where I feel like now it's, it's and we'll talk about it, but it's almost got to the point where it's not even dope because literally everyone's using them and it's no longer it's become so easy it's like there's no skill involved in just dr tr dropping a a preset on something right. um i mean think about this way before there was a preset for cross dissolves you manually had to stack two clips over each other and fade this one out and then fade that one out and then you would like layer it just right so that it kind of crossed into one another then there was a quick little drop that bitch in there it's inevitable that cool shit will become easy to do so i don't i think i saw someone posting the in the Facebook group earlier today and they were like, Hey, is, um, is there anyone that's editing a lot on their iPhone? Is there any cool apps to do like dope effects and transitions and shit other than like after effects and premiere? And to me, it's just that I think everyone looks for that shit first before they create, or they think that that's going to help them create better when that's not the truth. It's about how you get your content and then create that content. I think that you have to think, I don't know, relative when you're shooting something specific, and obviously we're all only talking about video in this podcast because it, you don't zoom transition in photos, but I feel like people will look at it and say, Oh cool. Like I need to, I need to buy all these effects packs. I need to get magic bullet and, or whatever the fucking apps called. You know what I mean? Like universe and all these things that they can put in their premiere and lean on when they're editing to say like, how do I make this look cooler? Oh cool. Let's make it look like a fucking VHS tape or let's do this. I'm not saying that it's wrong to use those. I'm just saying at the baseline, I think people skip, they skip the part where they learn how to edit and create videos first, tell a story without using effects, minimal effects, find the best way to do that. And then gradually start adding these things in, but use them as a tool, not as like a fucking, just a fate, a fad thing. Like I get it. They're fucking dope. I did that shit and people were going nuts about that. And I was always linking to that dude 
uh, tut ba- vids. Baker's, Baker's tuts. tuts. Baker's Tuts. He was the one that made it at first. So that's the one I was using. I was always, oh yeah, you can get it for fucking $5 from this guy. Like right. that's how much it is. And then people are downloading and buying it and they're using it. But when I was thinking of it, I'm like, how do I get in and out of these shots with purpose? Like how do I do it the best way possible? And I would find ways to do it. I'm adding music. I'm adding sounds. I'm trying to make this feel like it was something real. Um, which could help in the times where you didn't plan to do a transition at a point. Like if you were just shooting parallel to whatever the subject is and you forget to cut, right? Or I mean, sorry, if you wanted to do like a whip out, but you're shooting that and you didn't know that that's your time you wanted to whip on. Cool, this is a fix. This is a help to get in and out of something else. So I would try to find ways where there's motion, where it made sense for something to transition this way. But in the case where people are just like sitting there and like you're just on some stagnant shot and then all of a sudden it's just like, whoa, and it yeah. jumps into the future. Another another, another, the yeah. Then it's like, well, what the, f- there was no motion. That does, that's not realistic at all. You want to make it as re- realistic as possible to help fix that stuff. I mean, the best thing you could ever do is just shoot like real transition, like try to actually do a whip. Right. The, all the, I think that's what we'll talk about. I want to talk about is in all camera, in, cam- in camera in stuff. In camera shooting. Yeah. Well, whips and transitions in camera, like pre trying to think ahead. Right to be able to do that yeah i feel like the where it's gone to now it's like okay if i'm making a video like you said uh when i learned because of course when i first started like my very first video that i did at a show there's probably like six or seven eight zoom transitions in there and i hate that video now but when it came out everyone thought i was a fucking legend yeah because at least the people who followed me were like yo this is crazy yeah and then at the it time looks like vfx yeah and at the time i was like oh this is dope but then literally i look back on i'm like this video is literally trash because it's at, th- at that point, I started to learn after a couple that it's like, okay, cool editing doesn't make up for shitty shooting. So right. like, so like, I think a lot of people are like, oh, like I want to make my videos to the dope. Like, what do I use? Right. And it's like, you got to make sure your footage is ill. Because if your footage is ill, like your the video will be sick, way doper than someone who's just dropping transitions for no reason by just cutting because right. your shots are dope. Yeah, so yeah. it's like, I feel like people are like, oh, okay, uh, here's a video and I'm going to throw a zoom transition here be- and from a place that makes no sense to go to this place or no motion or, you know what I mean? All those different things and I feel like there's still a place for them but like, if you're something, first off, these are just drag and drop presets now so it's like, you can even go in and play with the curve, the curve maps and figure out how to like ramp it according to the speed of your clip or, you know what I'm saying? Like you said, where, you know, if you want to do something with a whip mm-hmm. and you're, you're doing it in camera. So when you add the, the transition, I feel like the goal should almost be so that people don't even know you did one. Right. Like, totally. Like, and, and the point is now it's like, Oh, there it is. And for me, now I watch them and it's like, with a minute that someone throws it in, I'm like, Oh damn it. You know what I mean? In the group, especially. Cause it's like, and that sucks that that happens, but that's what happens with videos. Like everything gets so fucking popular and the whole goal is always to be different. So I understand like it's hard because people are like, yo, well, what's the problem? Like they did it. Like, why can't I learn? And I feel like it's always valuable to like, it's, learn it's it, always totally. valuable to learn it yeah, because you want to know, because I remember when I first started, it's like, you want to know how they did this shit first. Yeah. And once I know, oh, okay, now I do this shit. Now their videos don't seem as hard to me anymore. They seem attainable because right. I, because I understand how they did it now and I grasp it, but that doesn't mean I have to use it because mm-hmm. then I'm just falling in the same line. So I feel like, yeah, the more you can like integrate in camera, trans- in camera transitions, I think are always going to be dope because it still takes pre-planning. Like if you're so- somewhere, you're like, okay, I want to get from here to here. Right. And I want to, I'm going to wipe on this dude's back because I'm going to come out of this wall over there Birdman. and I'm going to be here. Yeah. Yep. Birdman style or, or the whip, the whips, you know, because it's like sometimes all of a sudden you're in another shot and your viewers like, yo, how the fuck did that happen? And it's the simplest as a whip, like whip, everyone knows how to do whips, but when you do them right, like 
they're so seamless that you take the viewer through a bunch of different shots and yeah. it's not like boom now we went to somewhere else like and i've uh but yeah like i said there's still ways dope ways to do it but I it's like, like it's even going back to like the youtuber perspective of like youtubers that will do uh <laughs> they'll do like all right guys blah, blah 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 this is what we're doing all right talk to you in a second and then they take their hand and they cover up the lens and then they come out on wherever they're at that's a simple transition that makes sense and honestly i'm not mad at it it can happen every time because it makes sense you're talking you literally covered up the shot and came out somewhere else right. that's cool you transitioned me into the next scene right where it just has to be done right. Shout out to my boy MacWap TV, Schoolboy Q's DJ. I'm going to have him on the podcast someday and I will tell him his fucking cover up the camera transitions are trash as fuck because <laughs> he hangs on the bitch for like eight frames too long. So all you see is like his hand and a little light leaking in there and then he cuts to the next thing. And when he cuts, he just cuts to a shot like he's there. It's not smooth at all. <laughs> but like those are what I'm, that's what I'm talking about. People look at fixes. These are cool things to lean on to and use as a fix, but you have to figure out how to make it feel realistic and have purpose the that's the easiest way i can say it is you're saying something you're gonna go somewhere you cover it up to go there or you're on one shot like i, I know i used it i used it in a, uh i did like a recap video for ea they had like a bunch of people playing madden at the w hotel so i made like a recap video we can play that too and um in the video i did a ton of speed rampy transitions to get me from the red carpet to the venue right so it, it was like red carpet fly through the logo whip in and now i'm in the elevator it looks like i walked in the elevator but i didn't i walked like through a long hallway and then i'm in the elevator the way i whipped into it had purpose to get me to the elevator that i'm in the elevator and then i whip out and then i'm going up to the window and then i go wherever and that was all cool because i planned that ahead i also planned there was like gamers playing the games right they're playing each other in madden I wanted to showcase all these gamers because they're all top YouTubers or whatever. So in camera, I would whip in, see them for a second, whip out. And I kept doing it, same motion. Whip, whop, whip, whop. That way in the edit, it was bang, 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 bang. You see eight of these people, right? There was one time where I was filming, I think there was one time, I can't remember, I'll have to watch it again, but I'm like up on a balcony and I wanted to get down to like where they were at. And I did the zoom transition to either get down there or up on the balcony, whatever it was. But it had, the goal was to make it feel like warpy. Like I wanted to warp into where I was just as I did in the intro outro, but I missed it. I didn't come up with like a plan or maybe that was my plan the whole time was to do some sort of zoom to get to wherever I got. But like utilizing it as a tool is the best way to do it. Don't utilize it just to utilize it because it's cool. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I also feel like it has a it has a place too. Like if you're shooting like a, if you're shooting a branded video or like you're shooting like something for a company that's not necessarily like, the Zoom transition has a place, I feel like, if you're make if your video is like surreal or it has it has a, it, it fits with the vibe of what's going on especially the music too but if you're like let's say you're shooting a like a video for a company and you you're just doing a branded like product shot and then you just zoom somewhere else like if, uh, if it ta just, immediately takes you out of what the video yeah, is yeah it can there's a reason why just cutting has always worked forever in life like just cutting a shot to another shot cut to another shot that's not a bad thing People think that, oh, I need this video to be more energetic. Well, maybe you need to give better footage, right? You, it's not your fault that maybe you're an editor and you have to deal with someone that shot boring shit. Totally. Make it as fucking cool as you can. Add whatever filters on top of the bitch. Color grade it however you want to. Add fucking grain and shit. But what I'm saying is that you make the piece less interesting, in my opinion, by just having it pop, 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 zoom, 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 zoom. When it's like the most stagnant shots ever, just find a happy medium and use them sparingly, but also use them with intention. And it's better if you're a shooter and editor, try to shoot with it, it with the, the, the edit in mind. Like try to think 
strategically or think like, oh, this would be so cool if I jumped off this boat with my GoPro on my head. And then as soon as I get in the water, cut to the fucking me swimming with whales. No, you uh, didn't jump example? off a fucking boat and happen to be perfectly swimming with whales in blue water. That is amazing. But you can use the fucking craziness of the camera to make it look like you did, you know? Right. And yeah. that could be a zoom. That could be a fucking whip, whatever it is. Or even for example, for your EA video, I was just going to say, cause like, um, well, you did the tutorial, check it out. Which um, one? with, for your opening intro with, the uh, with the, uh, graphics on the, on the red carpet for the yeah. Super Bowl video. I did a tutorial about that. Yeah. Damn. You even like had the Ronin, you were going against the wall, remember? Oh yeah. The most recent one. Yeah. I'm I saying like you, you could have, what you could have done or some people probably would have done is you could have just got only individual shots of each logo and then did yes. side swipe transitions yes and it would have looked like a motion graphic whatever but it, it came out even crazier because instead of doing that you pre-planned to sprint to it or you walked sideways to another and i knew that the speed ramps would create that motion blur plus adding motion blur all sorts of stuff come may create some more organic product totally. than just being like okay wipe wipe like zoom up yeah. zoom down that's a great example there was there's also times where you'll have clients that request zoom transitions because these clients are fucking not hip with the shit and realizing that it's out of being cool anymore. And they are like, Oh, this, we need this to be energetic. I just did uh, a video. What did I did a Disney job. I did, I edited the Disney job and I tried to make it as cool as I could. And I, the, the ramps that I use would be speed ramp transitions versus like literal transitions, like zooming in. But the people at the top were like, Oh, could we have, could we have the zoom in thing here? Like they saw it at once. So they wanted to see it again. I think there's probably like two fucking zoom transitions in there where at a certain point I tried to like battle it. But when you're battling with uh, a massive company, like a multi-billion dollar company or whatever. I don't know how rich business is. Trillions, some shit. Yeah, one of the richest. <laughs> Quadrillions, whatever. <laughs> like, there's so many people at the top that you have to pick and choose your battles, which was, this can be a whole nother podcast. Well, we already talked about it. Remember, we're taking notes. Yeah, taking notes. No, I don't remember. Sorry. I fucking forgot already. But You got to pick your battles. You can't fight everything because... Yeah, yeah, right, right. It. Yeah, so a little link to that one somewhere. But it's it's crucial to like pick your battles. And in that case, I'm like, all right, I can already tell where this, this video is. It's got a lot of my inspiration in it, but I have to give and take and just give them a little bit of what they want. So, all right, cool. We'll, I'll try to make it work as best as possible, feel as seamless as possible. But to me, I was like, so still bummed because I'm like, I'm still using this fucking thing. I don't want to use. Yeah. And you and feel, you fine feel without like it. hypocrite because you're going against your like Totally. But I, it felt, it felt great without it, but I was out. Of, I had no control. I could, I could voice my opinion until I'm blue in the face, but as long as they think, you know, the client, you have to make them happy. You don't want to tell them that their ideas are bad or that you think it doesn't work and tell a lot of people it could work. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, I mean, if it, it, it plays fine, I'm not fucking mad at the video. I'm saying that you can use it still and yeah. make it look good. I'm still cool with watching, go watch the Schoolboy Q experience. I'm sure throughout all five episodes, I used Zoom transitions in every one at one point. Right. But that, no one had used it at that point. So it was like new and it didn't feel like I was overdoing it. Now when I watch it, I'm kind of like, eh, fuck, I could have gone without using it or something. But I still watch it. I'm like, the way I used it, the sound effects I used to make them interesting feels seamless. It still feels nice. And that's cool with me. And I still feel like you can still do that. I still added sound effects to the times that I did it in the Disney thing to try to make it like stick out. You know what well, I mean? You, so I feel like that's mandatory. You, you have, have to, you, you have to, but not. so many people don't, yeah. they just, like, they're there. And I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? This, like, if you're going to do it, make sure the two shots, like, like, do, will this look nice? Well, this doesn't take you out of it. The sound effect, like the doper, the sound effect with the transition, the more it feels natural. Right. Like if the sound effect looks perfect for the two shots, plus the, whatever you're using, 
you're going to get more forgiving with everything and everything's going to feel like way better because that sound pairs with what you're seeing perfect it feels like it, it should be there yep. so that's obviously that's i think that's definitely crucial i'm trying to i just wanted to scroll through black window cream and see i guarantee you like i could find a video instantly that has it it's while you're doing I, you said this is, a, this is something for only uh video people but we can do another, we can do another po- uh morning roast on this but i feel like this also goes for photos or whoever like if your crutch is the LUTs or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, LUTs are dope. Don't get me wrong. Like, and LUTs can be as, as a base, start as a base. But if your crutch, like, okay, I can only color, the only color possibilities I have are these that I use. And if, like, what happens when that photo comes in, which happens, the photo comes in and, and the, co- like, the color just do- doesn't work. just doesn't really fuck right. with it. And you're just like, <laughs> fuck it, I'm sticking with these. Like, you're just, you're capping yourself. And Jeez. same thing with video. Like, if you're like, okay, my bag of tricks is these five presets I'm using, right? Then, like, you were trying to make every situation fit with those versus trying to figure out, like, how can the style be different with this video? How can I use music? How can I use sound effects? How can I use different cutting t- techniques and shooting techniques and whatever, whatever? Yep, I agree. Hey, you just... <sighs> and like, also we talked about too even like autofocus it's the same thing right. like you, if you lean on something especially now with creators at this point coming into the game it goes we could talk about autofocus we could talk about drones and the capabilities that they have now like that's what we were talking about the right. other day like how important it is to learn how to be a manual creator like manual can go as far as editing manual just splice that's it cut do a cut don't have any crazy transitions. Don't fade. Don't fucking do dissolves. Don't do that stupid ass fucking like loom effects shit. Like don't, you know what I mean? At the base model, that's being able to manually cut, right? Manually uh, shooting video. How do you shoot manual? Well, first start in the manual settings. Know how to use what ISO is. Know what the shutter speed is. Know what the fucking aperture. All this shit. Learn the camera. Learn how to fucking film with manual focus because there's going to be times and I know that you leaned on it heavy when you started that was like a great example because right away I put him in a scenario where it didn't work autofocus just didn't work all the time and you needed to work all the time so then he had to learn how to manually focus on the fly and that's all I learned on because autofocus never existed three years ago like literally I think up to like three or four years ago as far as for video goes there was no seamless autofocus which is fucking nuts maybe four four years ago, something like that. But I don't think it came into play until recently. And if it did, it, I, no one used it because I couldn't afford it or whatever. But or maybe it wasn't reliable or whatever. It wasn't reliable. Yeah. Just, But that's the whole thing is like when you get into a dock situation where you're like filming for a dock, Coachella. Yeah. And there's a pyramid and there's, the dancer's coming down. and You got to be able shit. to pull that focus. Right. You and can't turn just and, hope yeah. it knows and right. you can't click a fucking live. You're clicking the back of your camera and you're hitting your camera. You're fucking hitting your camera. So you're fucking... Sh- but also, it's also like always changing and yeah. it's like thinking it needs to change. That's a whole nother rant. But yeah, I mean, I think the drone is definitely especially one because, for example, and we're going to a whole different thing, which I, I think this is honestly a good separate topic. Right. But I the drone it. thing is dope because it's like, yeah, the drone comes out and it's like, yo, it flies this... It can do this flying perfect circle, which to me, I opened the drone. First day I opened the drone. Flew that bitch in a circle. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I, kn- I knew that you were going to talk shit about it, but I was like, listen, the way I'm setting this up and it's around a circle, circular thing on a hill and there's the 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 downtown moving in the back right and she's gonna dance in a circle yeah. to me i'm like this is tight this is first day i'm flying it it and is then, tight and, and then i'm I gotta, saying it's not no but then but then it's the truth though is because you can't always first off it looks different the same way an in-camera transition or a plan transition looks different than a preset transition it does if you can if you in a situation where you can't use that it's dope to be able to know how to fly a sick-ass circle with your drone or or a maneuver that isn't in the boomerang yeah. preset 
or whatever it is. Totally. And or you what can, if, you what can if control next, speed or pan. Your what if your next scenario is that you have to be like, you start off at the ground level and then rise all the way up, but you have to avoid trees. So you have to manually be able to do that shit. Like you can't, you just can't let the yeah. tech do it. So you just, it's so crucial to learn that shit because it'll, I don't know. It's just, you can't lean on everything as a crutch. I feel like this was good. I feel it's like great. you guys get we, the idea. We're getting into more topics so we yeah. can just save them for later. There's a lot of shit that you guys are doing that's pissing me off. <laughs> So basically what Ben is saying, if you use them, you pissing me off. <laughs> no, I think they're tight and I'm going to fucking, I'm only, from now on, I'm only going to make videos using Zoom trainers. I feel like this is a rant that's been on your, on your mind for so fucking long and you, you finally got it out. Dude, just cause I was scrolling through and I saw someone do it and I was like, why did you do, like your video was dope. Like this, I saw another video and it was just like, it's like fucking a dude working out and he's doing like crazy transitions. It's nuts. It's heavy. It's high intensity. I haven't even watched it with music, but I can only imagine it's fucking even more empowering watching it with music. And then out of nowhere, it just splits into a million little cameras to transition out. And I'm like, ah, that didn't need to happen. Like it, we all saw people do that back in the day. It doesn't need to happen in your video. Your video is already dope. And then you just add that shit. And it's like, fuck. Yeah. Fuck. I've, I've learned like the dopest videos to me are just when like the shots are just ill. You know what I mean? And you're, you know, you're using, editing correctly like and i feel like the more you can we had it we had podcasts before about limitations limitations is the best thing for creativity and if you feel like you've been using a bunch like just try to make the, your next video the illest you possibly can with absolutely no effects right like no no like just literally just cut right and see see how you feel after that versus just like throwing it in right know? yeah i'm with it um this was good all right that's it that's it uh merch we got merch if you guys are down to support Black and No Cream, we, we put a lot of time and effort into creating some fire pieces of merch. These coffee mugs on display, if you're watching on YouTube, are fucking pretty pretty tight. You should have one at your work office or wherever you edit your videos and your photos and draw your pictures and all that stuff. Yeah, we would appreciate that. Keep these motherfucking lights on, man. Until then, next week's episode is who? I think Jordan Wozzy on Sunday. Yeah, but that's this Sunday, right? Jordan Wosey this Sunday. We're recording a week in advance. We did this last time too. Sorry. So, um, <laughs> who do we, do we have anyone? I feel like we haven't even lined up anyone yet. No, I just recorded one with Sean Sauce. Oh, Sean, Sean Sauce, Sauce will be this next. weekend. Um, if you can't tell, we're trying to record these uh, a little bit in advance. Yeah, it's hard. Just so we can stay on time. It is hard because we're like trying to think in the future. But uh, Sean Sauce is coming up. That one's a great interview. Uh, we talk, He's a very he's had a million followers on Vine. He does YouTube pranks and now he consults for different brands and helps them elevate their uh, their social presence, which he's been doing for Black Window Cream and helping us take YouTube to a whole other level. So we're about to fucking crack off on that bitch. Um, yeah, that's it. Patreon.com slash Black Window Cream if you want to support us. Shop BWNC.com so if you want to get some merch. Uh, that's, I don't know. Good for now, right? It's good. It's good, he said. It's good. Bye. <laughs>